This is the live feed. It's your connection to live music and entertainment in Winona. Support for this program is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Tonight on the live feed, we talk about a new series of local shows called Echo of the Bluebird. Echo of the Bluebird is a writer's round series inspired by Nashville and brought to life by Midwest Music Fest. The shows consist of three songwriters taking turns playing their songs and talking about the stories behind them, the craft of songwriting, and life in general. The first show of the series kicked off November 15th with Lee Hankey, Palmer T. Lee, and J. Bone Bell. Tonight, we visit with Midwest Music Fest Managing Director Abby Lee and Creative Director Parker Forcell to talk about the series, the inspiration for it, and who we might see next at the Echo of the Bluebird shows. We also get the inside scoop on other cool things Midwest Music Fest is working on. Oh yeah, and after the interview, we'll get to hear a preview of some of the performances from that first Echo of the Bluebird show. I'm Bill Stoneberg with Abby Lee and Parker Forcell from Midwest Music Fest on the live feed. I'm Drugada, you just walked by and you ruined me. With your shaking, tripping cup of coffee blessings See now I'm just a salve for any pain, ailment or poverty Oh, I believe oh, I I'm here with Parker Forsell and Abby Lee. Uh, Parker is the creative director for Midwest Music Fest, and Abby Lee is the managing director for Midwest Music Fest. Thanks for being on the show tonight, guys. Thanks for having us. Thanks. So this year marks the 11th anniversary of the Music Festival. Uh, it's be held in Winona on May 1st and 2nd, and in La Crosse on September 11th and 12th. And uh, But also, you know, beyond the festival, you guys sponsor a lot of cool shows and things throughout the year that you guys do, um, one of which uh, we just had uh, the first uh, in a series, I guess, of the Echo of the Bluebird, um, which kicked off Friday, November 15th at the Root Note, and the next one is in Winona at the Burke Music House, December 2nd. And uh, then you also have them Cooley Boys with Wheelhouse at the Cavaliers, so you have a lot going on. Um, you know, I just kind of, and you, oh, there's other things too. Let me, let me just, let's rattle some of these off here. You also do some community work like teen press and you're uh, doing some work with mental health. And I want to talk about both those, but first I just kind of want to uh, talk about Echo of the Bluebird series. Uh, the first one, like I mentioned, was at the Root Note. Um, it was a great show. I was there. Uh, it seemed like a great success. Uh, how did you guys feel about the show? I thought it was really fun. It was so fun. I mean, it yeah. was it was one of those moments where it's something new, and so you kind of are always there's a little bit of trepidation. I think, thinking like, is this going to work? This is a brand new thing, and mm -hmm. I know I do a lot of booking even outside the fest, and sometimes singer songwriter can be harder to get people to come out to. Right. Um, but this format, uh, the name is a little bit of a play off the Bluebird Cafe in mm -hmm. Nashville, which has been around for many, many years and right. launched all kinds of really great songwriters. And it's a really intimate kind of setting where people, sometimes it's almost in a round where the people are all just kind of sitting around the right. songwriter uh -huh. and they're doing some talking and some playing. And 
you know, for 11 years, we've been bringing all these incredible original musicians to Winona for the fest and at other times a year. And a lot of times people don't get any chance to hear about the process of where this original art came from. Right, so that's right. kind of what inspired the idea of maybe we can get these guys talking and these women talking a little bit more about the songs and even showing us part of the creative process in terms of maybe playing some stuff that's not finished yet. Right, right, which was really cool to see, you know. Um, um, I'm somewhat of an amateur songwriter myself, so when I saw this series, I was like, "Oh, I'm going whether whether we're doing a series on it at work or not." You know, so <laughs> but uh, it was fantastic. But so, did the idea come from just uh, uh, just knowing about the Bluebird in Nashville, or was there more to it? I mean, what sparked it? You know, because you don't see this type of stuff a lot around here. No, I mean there are some people that have done some songwriter, songwriter nights, series, and yeah. there's a guy out of Viroqua, Tim Eddy, that was doing mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. called Musical Chairs for a few years. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of along these lines. I don't know if he tried to front load it with some questions in a way. And it it really, the other thing that I think is really interesting is there's a bit of an unknown when you put three people together like that and what kind of chemistry is going to happen. Right. And will they feel uncomfortable as artists kind of eyes on them, you know, the whole whole time. And Mm -hmm. I knew that those three people knew each other a little bit. And right. so I thought, well, that'll take some of it away. Mm-hmm. And then I think you really did see as the night grew that they were getting more and more comfortable up there with the oh, format definitely. and being yep. being up there and kind of playing off of each other in a way. And, you know, Jason, Jay Bombell is, is just so good <laughs> at that yeah. kind of a thing, the ad, ad-libbing, that mm-hmm. it really, like, fed the night, I feel like, in a way. Definitely, definitely. I mean, when it ended, I was like, oh, no, you know, you're, you were left wait, wanting more, you know, really. So it was, a, I think it was a fantastic success, you know, and just because personally I loved the hell out of it. Great, <laughs> you know? thanks. But uh, so how do you, you know, you, you mentioned that these guys, these three had had uh, uh kind of known each other before you know so you're kind of confident that they could probably work together i mean what else goes into choosing an artist for a series like this where they're going to get up there and they're going to kind of talk and discuss you know Uh, i'm still a little bit unknown about the about you know i was talking to you a little bit off the air Mm -hmm. just about not seeing some of these people in this setting before or talking that much about their music Uh, uh, most of them are going to be people that i've seen perform Mm -hmm. and people that i've seen perform solo because that's not that's not always the case people might be from a band and Mm -hmm. they're the principal songwriter but they don't really play solo and i think you got to at least have a comfortability with playing solo in some Mm -hmm. way and for the most part I haven't really encountered many good songwriters who can't talk about their songs. There's there's right. something behind them. In, right. what, so I think just about anybody that's a good songwriter that you put up there is going to have something to say. It may take them a little longer than a J Bone Bell to warm up, but right. I think I think they will have things to to say about the writing process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I suppose. I mean, when they have a passion for what they're doing. You know, I don't think they need much prompting. You know, you ask them something about it, and bam, they're gonna they're gonna get into it. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's a really cool format. Um, so um, you know, and beyond that, just the whole idea of songwriters and exposing kind of what goes on in a songwriter's mind and how they're working, um, and that combined with the idea of original music in our community. You know, what do you what do you think uh, that really does for our community? What why why is this so important to bring? Uh, I mean, I think it's pretty incredible, all the original artists that have come to town Mm -hmm. over the last 11 years since Midwest Music Fest started. And, you know, I think 
Ed's No Name Bar and Ed Hoffman kind of jump-started things as well in terms of getting more bands and people coming through Winona and feeling like this was a place to play. Right. And, you know, we're two and a half hours from the Twin Cities, which is one of the best music cities mm-hmm. in the whole country, and we really have benefited, the festival's really benefited from that, mm-hmm. and that these people are creating new music and they want to go out and play at places. And luckily, Winona's become one of those places that's kind of on the map for right. a, a lot of artists in the upper Midwest and elsewhere, but specifically Minneapolis artists all know about Winona now. And mm-hmm. I mean, we've been having so many people come to the festival and then throughout the year, there's Ed's and Eller's Island City and Broken World Records. So there's places for these original artists to play. Right. Um, but I, I think... We've started to get a group of people, for sure, in Winona and in La Crosse that are interested in seeing new music right. and, and not necessarily feeling like, I'm not going to go out and see music unless I've heard it on the radio, mm-hmm. that, that they have been fulfilled in some way by going out and seeing live new music. And so um, I felt like there's room to kind of really promote that more, that you know, original artwork is a, a thing to come out and mm-hmm. see right. and maybe being to get able to get some insight into the process behind creating original music mm-hmm. um, could be interesting to people. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, I think that's one of the things a series like this does is foster that, uh, that uh, uh, attitude in people of like, Oh, you know, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm curious, you know, foster that creativity or that curiosity in people that, hey, let's check something new out, you know? It doesn't have to be what I, like you said, what you heard on the radio. Yeah, I think that's, I personally, I think that's a fantastic thing that you guys do. So then also, um, you know, I, I did notice on the uh, Facebook event page for the uh, for the Echo of the Bluebird series, the first one you had at the Root Note, Palmer T. Lee was also uh, doing a month-long songwriting residency at a farm outside of La Crosse. Like, what is a songwriting residency? And, like, how does that what happens there? <laughs> well, I mean, it could be it could be different different things. Okay. Um, I think he was seeing it more as a retreat of just okay. putting yourself in a more isolated spot that's maybe not your normal every day, sure. as a way to kind of prompt creativity. Mm-hmm. And there are uh, one thing that's really interesting that people might not know about is there's a lot of national parks in the United States now mm-hmm. that provide artists like a two week. They can they sign up for it, and I think they get this cabin and are able to live there for a couple of weeks as part of this residency oh, series wow. they call it. And so I first started thinking about this. Um, David Huckfelt, that's from the Pines, his last album was created on Isle Royale. He wrote all the songs on a two week kind of retreat up oh, on wow. Isle Royale, and had hosted him at the Root Note and talked to him about it quite a bit, and. Um, Pete Engen, who's a business partner of mine in Cooch Mountain Music, was living on this farm. And we were friends with the lowest pair and have mm-hmm. known known Palmer. And um, he was grew up around Minneapolis. And so he's kind of, he, he likes the Driftless area and has right. come down here and stayed for short bits of time before. Uh, but we he played a house show out at the farm last winter. Nice. And that's when the idea, he stayed overnight there. And that's where the idea kind of came where... He said, hey, you know, I think I could come here maybe and stay for a while or whatever. And Pete was like, sure, yeah, come out here and, you know, stay for a week or whatever you want. And he's uh-huh. like, what about a month? And it's like, sure, <laughs> I guess so, you know, stay stay for a month. And so 
so yeah, so he's came and is living out on the farm for a month and uh, writing songs and some other writers have gone out there to visit him and nice. you know Lee Henke was coming through and um, Russell Peterson from Horseshoes and Hand Grenades lives in Winona now, has moved oh, to cool. Winona. So, I mean, that's another grand scheme of mine to get some of these bigger name artists to like move to the area. Oh, yeah. And what kind of an influence could that have on the, the music scene of just bringing other people here and also just people realizing that like high quality artists want to live in this area. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it's so available to people these days just because, I mean, most of these people are making their money touring, not necessarily, mm-hmm. even if you're living in Minneapolis, you're not going to be playing every weekend. That's just not the right. way it works. Right. So. I, I would love to see some more artists of that caliber kind of locate to the to the area here so that we can yeah. have more nights where they just show up and uh-huh. are sitting in and playing with people. Oh, definitely. Ooh, a lot of good thinking here. A lot of good feeling being sent out about, ooh, what could this do? What could, you know, I like that a lot. Planting seeds. <laughs> Let's see what happens in the scene, right? <laughs> but uh, as I mentioned earlier, you guys have a lot of other things you do as well. Um, uh, Teen Press is one that we were talking about a little bit ago before we started. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about what Teen Press is and how that works? Let's let Abby take that one. Maybe yeah. Abby can say something. Yeah, I'll take that one. Um, so I was going to throw in about the Echo of the Bluebird, too. Something really cool about that is uh, my kids got to come with me to that. And oh, so cool. it's it's accessible to young to families, which, um, you know, some of, the, some of the later shows that we have – probably past their bedtime but Mm -hmm. um my kiddos were loving seeing that you know they both play instruments and so seeing how things come together and how they're talking about that and for you to to experience that as a family is like so cool and Mm -hmm. to expose them to that at a young age is like invaluable i think so um so uh the teen press thing is another thing that exposes um kiddos to um artists and music at a young age um so in Winona here, there is um, Cotter High School and Middle School, and then um, Riverway Learning Community, mm-hmm. um, who have um, teen press advisors, and they get to talk to musicians and interview musicians and make videos, both during the fest and then um, throughout the year if it's available to them. Um, we're working on some other ways they can interview and get get some um, uh some interviews in the paper and maybe even on the radio. Oh, well, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I think we could probably do something like that. That sounds good. Yeah, so they get sure. to come to the fest and they get to talk to the musicians and they get to be there during our free time, our free um, fest time during the day. And um, and then we have a stage where we have um, kids musicians from those Ooh. two schools that play their own um, their own music and then we also have family friend a family friendly stage that um, is just fun for for all ages oh cool cool yeah. all inclusive I like that yeah yeah you know one cool anecdote about the team press is that mm-hmm. it actually started because of Frozen River Film Festival oh really and it was a documentary guy a guy from California actually started the first teen press. It wasn't around music. It was just teenage journalism. Okay. And he ended up making a documentary about the kids doing this. And uh-huh. it, it was here at the Frozen River Film Festival. Oh. And then that's where uh, Crystal Heggie, who's actually on our board now, but she was mm-hmm. the director of the fest at the time, had gotten together with Riverway and Cotter about, hey, maybe this, maybe this could work as a teen journalism thing at your school. Right. And then the the advisors, Mike Costello at Cotter and Zach Craigie at um, 
Riverway both have a lot of interest in music. And mm-hmm. so I think they kind of took it in that direction. The, the, the kids are doing other stories besides music, but sure. I think because of those two instructors' interest, we've done a lot on the music music side because that was interesting to them. And then once the kids started doing it, they really got into it. Nice, nice. So then are those, I noticed there's some links online. Are those audio interviews then or uh, just articles or how does how do they do it? Audio and video. Oh, yeah. cool, cool. So they're learning stuff about journalism, stuff about the technical side of things with audio and video, and they're getting to have fun. Mm-hmm. Are you sure the we should package. be letting these kids do this? <laughs> this sounds great. And I'll Can tell I you, <laughs> I, I think you could learn something as a journalist just from what's really interesting about them are where the questions come from. Ooh. Completely different. Right. Like this interview just went to this great place with Charlie Parr because the kids were really interested in his dog. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, they weren't oh, wow. asking about right. music. And Charlie was really close to his dog. So uh-huh. yeah. he got really warm with them and, oh, and kind of wow. went in this whole other direction. And so it's kind of interesting that the kids will ask questions that I think they've never been asked by, right. by a journalist by before. an adult wouldn't think of those things. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. I, you know, I tell you what, when this interview is done, I'm going to go listen to some of those. <laughs> that sounds good. Oh, and anyone out there, if you want to hear this stuff, it's up at uh, MidwestMusicFest.org. So under Teen Press. Under Teen Press. Yeah. Okay, great. And then you guys also have something kind of brewing with like mental health, right? What's going on with that? Uh, yeah, we have a new mental health initiative, and it's something that's kind of been brewing in the background for many years. I think a lot of people maybe don't realize, but I mean, I've always been someone who had stage fright and mm-hmm. I, I really don't like getting up on stage and talking right. in front of people. And so I, I can experience some of that anxiety, but being around musicians so much the last few years, I've been really surprised at what I saw on the background of it and how many of them do have a tremendous amount of anxiety mm-hmm. and a lot of times um, struggles with depression. And part of that whole process is their songwriting process was like a healing thing for Mm -hmm. them. And you probably heard Lee talk about it a little bit the other night, um, which was really interesting that he shared that. And I I need to follow up with him uh, about what we're doing here with the mental health initiative. And we really are just kind of in the initial stages of, you know, how could we help shine a light on this and what kind of things could we do specifically associated with the fest to begin with, um, just kind of get artists thinking about it or feel mm-hmm. like they can get some support in some way during the weekend uh, of the festival. And so oh, cool. we are working with Sarah Johnson, who's from Winona here. Uh-huh. She is a, a musician as well, but she's the mental health director for the YMCA. Wow. And she's actually working on a whole national initiative now with YMCA on cool. mental health. And so we're going to end up benefiting from that and I think she's finding interest in being a musician and around that community of us kind of trying to take some of these things and focus them directly for for musicians so people can look to hear more about it. And um, we're still just kind of in the planning phases. And I'm talking to different musicians, and I'm going up next week to talk with someone that works with an organization called Dissonance up in the Twin Cities that works with um, musicians around mental health and addiction issues. Oh, great. So it's not just raising awareness. You're actually digging in and helping folks, right? That's the intent. Yeah. Cool. For more more for us to facilitate that. I mean, Abby and I are not right. professionals in that way, but right. we just we see that we're more facilitators of that kind of a process and right. feel like we have this, this time where all these musicians are coming together. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing we know we're going to do is probably the days of the fest 
during the early part of the day, offer some things where musicians could come and partake in, in that before they have to perform that night. Right, right. Well, I think that facilitating is, is really important because a lot of times I think people are struggling. Uh, it, it's just it's hard to find the help sometimes or even know what kind of path to take to do that. You right. know, so that, I think that's really important. And one, you know, I was up there a few weeks ago and met with Jillian Ray, uh, who's played down mm-hmm. here at the festival and at different places many times, and she was just talking about the hurdle of even getting health care and that oh, yeah. that is a stumbling block for a lot of musicians that aren't getting help because they don't have health care or right. they don't know the, the process seems so complicated trying to get health care that they don't even know how to go about that. And so mm-hmm. I think that will definitely be some aspect of what goes on during the festival is trying to kind of reduce that barrier and people understand where they can get help and, and just getting health care so that they can maybe get a counselor or get some some other um, avenues to explore. Right, right. That's great. That's great. You know, I mean, Midwest Music Fest is a is a great event. You know, if you're into music, you're going to love it. But, you know, I like this stuff that's like kind of planting seeds. It's It feels like to me that it strengthens the community. You know, the whole work with original music, the work with mental health and, you know, guiding people, giving them uh, uh, avenues and, and ways to get help. I mean, that all sounds to me like strengthening the what we have here, you know? So, I mean, it's a beautiful thing. Um, what else can we expect to see? Uh, you know, like I mentioned earlier, the uh, Winona Midwest Music Fest kicks off in May, May 1st and 2nd. Lacrosse is in September 11th and 12th. Um, between now and the festival, what can we expect to see uh, coming out of Midwest Music Fest? Well, we're definitely doing more of the Echo the Bluebird. Nice. Um, can't wait. So we're going to do a few more <laughs> in that series that I'm working on, and I can't announced because I don't have them dialed in at all. Sure. We'll, we're, we'll be doing more of the Presents shows. Okay. And mm-hmm. we're, we're going to be working on one up in the Twin Cities just because we're seeing more and more people coming from the Twin Cities mm-hmm. audience. And like I'd mentioned before, it's such a resource with all these musicians up there. So we've done a Presents every year up in the Twin Cities just to kind of try to meet new people and okay. expose other people to the idea that we're, we're doing this festival down, down in Winona. So we're going to end up doing one of those again. And as far as the lacrosse part of things, I'm hoping to build some of these bridges in Milwaukee and Appleton and Madison nice. that, that are also kind of music towns in Wisconsin and mm-hmm. develop some of those. It's more of a long-term thing just because we don't have as many connections as we do in Minneapolis to, right. to start with. Um, but we'll be doing that and you know definitely working on this mental health initiative over the next over the next few months and team press, hopefully some team pr- press stuff will happen this mm-hmm. winter because they, they have interacted at times, not just at the festival. Okay. Um, when there's been other shows, uh, I think they're planning on trying to be uh, connected to this next Echo the Bluebird, interviewing, oh, cool. the, interviewing the musicians beforehand. So awesome. that might be a good time for us to yeah, connect you with them, with them. so so yeah. you could watch what they're doing and kind of give oh, them some definitely. advice afterwards. Oh, I love it. I love it. We've got the... <laughs> Um, them Cooley Boys show. Pre- pre- yeah, show and them Cooley Boys up. coming up. December uh, 28th. 28th. December yeah, Saturday, 28th. December 28th. Okay. Those, you, can, awesome. you can find that through our website and our Facebook, and there's tickets for sale for, for that show. Awesome. Well, you know, like I said before, go to MidwestMusicFest.org. You'll find a lot of good info there. Um, you'll find out about Teen Press. You'll find out about the uh, 
shows that Midwest is uh, sponsoring and hosting. Um, I'd also recommend that people go to the Facebook page and uh, like that so you can follow that. Um, I get a lot of updates about you guys through that, so you know it seems to work pretty well. Echo of the Bluebird Show, December 6th at Burke Music House here in Winona, uh, featuring Jake Illica. He, he's from the Heavy Set and Illica Ward and uh, Land at Last, among other things. Uh, also, Lena Elizabeth, she's from Minneapolis. Um, really good stuff. Um, Boy, Mike, Mike what, Munson and Mike and Mike Munson. Well, I was gonna think. Of, I was trying to think of something to say about Lena. Um, she does play a baritone ukulele, so that's kind right. of interesting. Oh, cool. You know, so I would rec- highly recommend checking her out. I'd highly recommend all three, but uh, she's someone that doesn't play around here as often as right. the other two. But uh, yeah, but yeah, and of course Mike Munson. He's a local favorite. Um, if you haven't seen him. I don't know what you're waiting for. Get out there. And He's so him, versatile so. too. Yeah. I I'm really think it's gonna be interesting to see what he does play in this mm-hmm. in, this in this kind of a yeah. setting. Yeah. So he might go more like acoustic in a setting like this. Right. But we'll see what he does. Oh, oh it's gonna be a really cool. good one. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. It is. I'm looking forward to all of them. You know what else? I I think we should talk about that something that kind of wraps this all together. And I was gonna see if Abby wants to talk a little bit about Friends of Midwest Music Fest, that Ooh. we are a nonprofit. Right. You know, we we put these things on because we're a nonprofit and that's that's, you know, our big offering, I feel like, to mm-hmm. the community and people that are able to come out. So maybe she can it's kind of another new thing that we're doing. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we just started our Friends of Midwest Music Fest program. Um, and we just, we want you to be our friend. Um, so right. what we're looking for is kind of a community of people who are joining us in, like you said, a community. Right. Um, cause that's what we're, where music and community meets. Mm-hmm. So, um, we want, we want to do these monthly meetups. Um, so they might be like before or after an echo of the bluebird, okay. probably before, cause I can't stay up after. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, so where we just get together and talk, maybe, I don't know, maybe we talk about who we've got booked at the festival or who, mm-hmm. what people think, or we just have a conversation about music. And, um, and if you join us in this Midwest Friends of Midwest Music Fest, you'll get an invitation to those meetups. Um, we also have, you know, other perks, um, depending on how much it is a donation-based program. So right. depending on how much you donate, um, there are different perks that come along with that, including some tickets to different things. Um, one of the really cool things is a special show um, the week of the festival. So um, you, you know, depending on your giving level, you would um, get an invite to that special friends show. Oh, nice. Um, and and really just kind of joining us in in shaping the festival and the future of music in our region. Right. So oh. we want to hear what you have to say. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't realize that the buying a ticket to the fest is only covering a little bit less than a third of what it costs to oh, put wow. all this stuff on during during the year. So we do definitely depend on donations mm-hmm. and corporate sponsors and grants to actually bring all this music and the other activities to, to Winona. Right, we right. Keep the cost low because we want it to be accessible to everybody, and right. Um, so this is a big part of what we do is to be able to provide the community work and keep those tickets low. So, cool, cool. Yeah. And that's called Friends of Mu- uh, Midwest Music Fest, right? Yep. yep. And you can awesome. join from the Friends of. Um, it's it's under it's on our website. Support. If you see our support under, yeah. under okay. our website, yeah. there's yep. you can either look at corporate sponsorship or becoming a friend of Midwest Music Fest, which is more of our individual donor program. Awesome! So become a friend if you're out there. Be go to the friend. website. Be a friend. <laughs> yeah, you know, be a friend and help uh, shape this community together. Yeah. I love it. 
So uh, I've been here with uh, creative director of Midwest Music Fest, Parker Forsell, and also the managing director of Midwest Music Fest, Abby Lee. And thanks so much, you guys, for coming on the show tonight. Um, it was great having you. Looking forward to everything you guys got coming up and definitely looking up for the festival again this year. So thanks for being on the show. Thank thanks you, Bill. Us. Thank you. KQL has always been a great sponsor for Midwest Music Fest, and yeah. you know we've done the we've done the show with right. different different student um, directors and yep. you know, for several years now. So right. it's been a great way for us to get the word out. Definitely, we're friends. So if you're out there, come and be our friend. So be our friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks again to Parker and Abby for joining us. It was great hearing from them. But this is a music show, so let's hear some tunes. Here's a taste of the first in the Echo of the Bluebird series, which will air this Friday night at 6 on the live feed. First up, we'll hear from singer-songwriter Lee Hankey, formerly of The Last Revel. This is Lee's latest single, Take Me to the Movies, from his Echo of the Bluebird performance. I won't speak for all of you, but I can speak for myself. I think I've covered depression pretty well so far. Uh, so I'm going to jump right into anxiety, if that's okay with you. Um, I find I don't write very much when I'm happy uh, because I just go do things. Um, I go hiking and uh, bowling and things happy people do. Uh, but when I'm stressed out or uh, depressed, I don't want to go bowling. I want to I wanna figure out why I'm so depressed. So I write about it. Um, this one in particular, this was a frustrating thing. I have a really hard time going to grocery stores. Um, I have to like download a map of the grocery store and then compare it with my list of groceries and get my groceries in the right order so I can get in and get out as fast as possible. And usually by the time that I've got it all laid out, the store is closed, so I have to wait till the next day to go. Um, but yeah, I just get I get way too anxious if I don't know where the exits are. There's too much stimulus going on. Um, but grocery store didn't rhyme the way I wanted it to. So uh, this is this is a song about an equally terrifying place. It's called "Take Me to the Movies." Um, and this is uh, this is my latest single. If people want to listen to it again after I'm done playing it here, it's on Spotify and all the streaming stuff. And, uh, I don't have it for sale yet, but you can you can have it for free for a while. So take me to the movies. Tell me everything is fine 
it's overdue Hope it's over soon Cause I'm still falling fast I'm going back On what I said I'm running circles Trying every defense So come on baby Won't you take me to the movies Won't you show me something new Help me off my mind Tell me it's all gonna be alright Tell me everything is fine Tell me everything is fine Hope I'm over it all I got my feet back on the ground So come on baby Won't you take me to the movies Won't you show me something new Help me up my mind So come on baby Won't you take me Show me something new Help me open my mind And tell me it's all gonna be alright Tell me everything is fine Tell me everything is fine Thank you very much. That was Lee Hankey with his latest single, Take Me to the Movies. Lee said that a full-length release is in the works, so hopefully we see that soon. Next up is singer-songwriter Palmer T. Lee, who is half of the lowest pair. Earlier this year, Palmer released his first solo album, and I can tell you it's totally worth a listen. Or maybe a hundred listens. Anyway, here's Palmer T. Lee with Aw Geez from his Echo of the Bluebird performance. Yeah, so funny you should bring up casinos. This, I'm going to play a song about how I've never... Well, it's partly about how I've never gotten to play at a casino. <laughs> it's also kind of a Midwestern gospel, a Midwestern secular gospel tune called Aw Jeez. Aw Jeez. Aw Jeez. just before the weekend They kicked God out of the garden They wondered why she would forsake them Oh jeez Oh jeez Don't you remember that one time when there was that wise old 
holy man. You know the one, he invented the soda can. And he named it everything and said, look, now y'all can just hold it right in your hand. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. So tell me what you're getting up and out of shape for. Just tell me what you're getting up and out of shape for. Don't you know? I just realized I started this song in the wrong key. So we're just going to see what happens. Just to be the dust in your doorstep. To kiss the soles of your feet with my dirty lips. For what I am as a salve against you. Skin, mama, oh, jeez, oh, jeez, you got me singing, baby, baby, you're so yummy. I wish I could just live inside of your tummy where no one could see me, no one else could eat me, no one else could even try to love me. Jeez, just tell me what you're getting up and out of shape for. Won't you tell me what you're getting up and out of shape for? Don't you know who you are? God, you just walk by and you ruin me with your shaking, dripping cup of coffee blessings. See, now I'm just a salve for any pain, ailment, or poverty. You know, I believe, oh, jeez, oh, jeez. So tell me what you're getting off and out of shape. Tell me what you're getting up and out of shape for. Come on, tell me what you're getting up and out of shape for. She just tell me what you're getting up and out of shape for. Come on, tell me what you're getting up and out of shape for. I don't understand what you're getting up and out of shape for. I mean, don't you know who you are?
That was Palmer T. Lee with Aw Geez from Midwest Music Fest's Echo of the Bluebird series, which will air this Friday night at 6 on the live feed. Aw Geez is from Palmer's latest album, Winebringer, which is available to stream wherever you do your streaming. This next performer will also be on this Friday night's live feed. It's Winona's own J-Bone Bell from J-Bone Bell and the Restless Light. J-Bone has some new things in the works. Even if the details are a little unclear at this point, all I can say is watch for new stuff coming from him soon. Here's J-Bone Bell with Tale of the Sun from the first Midwest Music Fest Echo of the Bluebird series. Uh, This is the title track to my one solo EP I have. It's called Tale of the Sun. And I wrote it with a friend of mine. He, he had some lyrics. or He basically had this line. He said, uh, Bring me a skull with my bottle of wine Cause I know I'm here just wasting my time. Then mm. I wrote the rest of it. Sometimes the first line's the hardest one, though. Away, high perch, try to rest on now Cause the lions are circling on the ground They say, tell me young fellow, how's the weather up there? I say, just fine fellow, but what do you care? And he said, we've been told when it rains We'll bring a sign, the stars will align And the word spins right on time We've been told when the winter fades away Oh, the sun will take the death away from the earth We're prepping up for a grand rebirth Filled with salvation and joy for all Oh, a feast and a dance Inside the great hall I said Hey, fellas, who told you this tale? They said a lovely lady wearing a black veil And I thought for a minute about what they had said then a lightning bolt struck me on top of my head And it said We've been told when it rains will bring us And the stars will align and the word spins right on time We've been told when the winter fades away Oh, the sun will take the death away Oh, I said, hey, fellas, what was the dame's name? Didn't tell us one was their only claim, but... That didn't matter one ounce to me 
Cause I knew who it was underneath the black sheet It was Satan herself who had lied to the boys And played with their minds just like Tinker Toy So listen up fellas and listen up good It's the devil you've seen out there in the wood There'll be no rain and there'll be no falling there Certainly won't be no joy at all So spread the word to the rabbit and skunk Let's grab us some wine Cause it's time to get drunk Oh, we've been told when it rains We'll bring a sign The stars will align And the word spins right on time We've been told when the winter That was Tale of the Sun from J. Bone Bell. Hear all of these performances and more this Friday as we bring you the first Midwest Music Fest Echo of the Bluebird series right here on the live feed. Well, that's it for tonight's live feed. So thanks again to Midwest Music Fest Managing Director Abby Lee and Creative Director Parker Forsell for joining us tonight on the live feed. To find out more about Midwest Music Fest, go to midwestmusicfest.org. And be sure to follow the Midwest Music Fest Facebook page to find out about upcoming Echo of the Bluebird shows and more. Join us again this Friday night at 6 for the first Echo of the Bluebird show with songwriters Lee Hankey, Palmer T. Lee, and J. Bone Bell. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and we've just heard from Abby Lee and Parker Forsell from Midwest Music Fest on the live feed. Thanks for listening to The Live Feed. The Live Feed is produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. For more information on tonight's show, visit us at kqal.org. Don't miss the next Echo of the Bluebird show at Burke's Music House in Winona on Friday, December 6th at 7.30. Featuring Jake Illica. You feel it with your friends You breathe it in the air You see around the neighborhood it's more than I can be. Lena Elizabeth. I'll be chasing you all around town till I find what's holding you down. Because you got to Shooting up a bird. And Mike Munson. When I'm lost in your stores, deliver me a solid blow. You move and I see it. So don't miss Echo of the Bluebird at Burke's Music House in Winona, Friday, December 6th at 7.30, presented by the Midwest Music Fest. You're the king of chaos, the red catcher. Friday nights at 6. It's the live feed on KQAL. This Friday, the live feed and Midwest Music Fest brings you a singer-songwriter series you won't want to miss. 
with Lee Hankey. Come on, baby, won't you take me to the movie? Won't you show me? Palmer T. Lee. And J Bone Bell. That's the live feed Friday night at 6 right here on 89.5 KQAL, online at kqal.org and on the KQAL app. The live feed is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Sunday nights at 7, keep quiet and listen as KQAL plays the hits from... What's up with all this dad rock? Give me that mic. I mean, aren't your ears tired of the same old over-processed bland riffs on commercial radio? Treat yourself to a healthy diet of local homegrown music from right here in the Midwest. Hear local favorites along with plenty of new artists to tickle your inner child and your inner ear. Or something like that. So enough with the dad rock already. Listen local with The Underground, Sunday nights at 7 on 89.5 KQL and streaming live at kql.org or on the KQL app. Na, 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 na.